0: similar from monkeys learning violence or the sun cresting a foreign celestial body. Here we are, episode 200 of The Brian Oak Show.
1: We're of a similar age.
0: Well, you're younger than I am, but yeah, we're close.
1: Can I ask you a question that's kind of personal? Anything. Have you tried Viagra yet? Or Cialis? Why
0: would I, baby? (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, I
1: have. My wife suggested that we just try it, just to see how it goes. Okay. So I tried it. Yeah. And the weirdest thing is, she had that song playing while we.
0: Unbelievable shared special times together yeah no
2: it is live all right
0: if i'm completely honest i have a friend who has a rather aggressive subscription be like no no joke man you gotta try this shit i'm like i don't know it's still okay he's like no 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 do you remember when you were 13 and if you turned around wrong you couldn't get up out of your desk i'm like I kind of yeah he's like no better than that I was like okay so no I have actually tried it and you're not wrong but I don't that I it's I was, weird for I was me just being silly I know you oh yeah, me too. I'm just joking. I never tried it. I'm Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. It is episode 200 of The Brian Oak Show. And I don't want to get maudlin. I don't want to get weird. I don't want to get emotional. But I do want to say that uh, all, nearly two years ago when you, Sean Bernard, reached out to me like, hey, man, we should do a podcast. I'm like, the fuck is a podcast? I mean, I knew, obviously, there were already hundreds of thousands of them in existence. I'd listened to two ever in my entire life. And so I had someone ask me earlier today when I mentioned to them that, hey, I'm going to record the 200th episode of my podcast. They're like, could you ever have imagined two years ago you'd be 200 episodes in? And I'm like, I had to think about it. I'm like, well, it's, you know, like doing radio every day, you just you don't count the numbers, right? You just think about it, blah, blah, yeah. blah whatever. But I mean, damn, you know, and whether or not anyone's listening is kind of secondary, right? Because there's all kinds of those podcasts out there that nobody gives a shit about. (laughs) No one is listening at all. You've maybe got five listeners, but we have a decent number of listeners. We have really loyal Patreon supporters. We have, uh, you know, uh, sponsors and endorsers that have been behind the show for a very long time. And so many dedicated listeners who reach out to me on the regular. I am humbled. So. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate this bizarre and occasionally irritating, but often deeply rewarding opportunity.
1: You're welcome. And thank you. I I was going to say that for me, the catalog of interviews that we have with people in the Twin Cities that have made an impact on this community is remarkable. And as your friend and business partner, it's been phenomenal for me to to see you get to do long form interviews that you will have for the rest of your life. Well, unless, and, and beyond, and beyond, unless the apocalypse happens.
0: Well, and so I thought ex- about that exact thing earlier yeah. today when I was sitting outside contemplating the nature of existence and the direction of my life. I'm like, you know, this is something that will exist in perpetuity, right? I mean, yeah. these digital files will always exist unless there's an EMP attack. The, you, know, you don't even have to use nukes anymore. An electromagnetic no. pulse is all you have to do, several miles above us in the atmosphere, wipes out every piece of electronics. All of it will be erased, everything permanently destroyed. Go ahead, Colleen.
3: Is that the one that makes you poop?
0: No, that's the brown noise. That's okay. different than right. the EMP. But an important question. I th- Well, and you know what? I mean, so that one right there to me. That's way better if you are about to come in hot and you are about to wipe out your opposing force you drop a couple of brown noise bombs and everyone has shit themselves they are going to be crap at fighting you'll excuse by use of the, of the language
1: that's where the saying shit twice and die comes from I think that's oh where it my from. god. I'm gonna like Never totally shit I was, twice and die. You know what?
0: I was gonna try to say something profound and deep and interesting, but fuck Sorry, all man, of that. That's what I no, 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 I no, no, it's no, it's fine, it's fine, and you know what? I don't want to wait any longer to get to Colleen Cruz, who is going to join us momentarily. I am going to very quickly, just to take care of some business, uh, say a profound thank you to Smart Start thank MN. You, thank you. We are in the Smart Start MN studios. Without them, we are literally nothing. Before we even did our first podcast, like, yeah, we're in, here you go, full sponsorship, we want the naming rights, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ed and Mike and everyone involved at Smart Start Thank you so much for your dedication over the last nearly two years We'll have more on that coming up in just a little bit Um, We're going to have a special thanks to our Patreon members A lot of people have been on board to make this thing actually happen And today's guest, I wanted her to be the guest on episode 200 Because she's been our most regular guest And more than a guest, she hosted this show When I decided I was going to hit rock bottom And be a complete fucking jackass And just let my body shut down and go into treatment And who covered the show? Colleen Cruz. We'll talk to her in just a minute. But one of the cool things, you know, and you were saying a very nice thing, Sean, about being able to do these long form interviews. After a quarter century in radio, you try to shoehorn in the most interesting two and a half minutes of anyone's life or what they're thinking about or what they're up to or what's going on. It's not possible, but you have to do it. There's not another way around it. Regular radio listeners do not tolerate it. However, podcast listeners seem to celebrate these long, <laughs> winding, stupid, pointless <laughs> diatribes that are often or not so often hilarious and wonderful and so it has been really fun to explore this very new format and i love it very much but it's very very different from what i did my entire adult life how i made my way how i bought a house how i did all the things i do and it's been really fun and i find that it's informed now that i'm back in radio i find that it's informed how i approach every situation how i approach guests how i approach presentation how i Mm -hmm. approach everything i just want to say I'm deeply, deeply, deeply thankful, and fucking A-right, podcast fucking rule.
2: Let me show you how it's done. Show you where it's at. Well. I'm-
0: They started out as an upper Midwest punk band. They became one of the most celebrated surf, skate, cool, hardcore bands of the West Coast throughout the 90s, well into the 2000s, and they remain one of my favorites. They're called Dwarves. They are openly offensive, so if you find yourself easily offended or you're looking for something to get mad about, do not look them up. However, if you don't mind some cool, upbeat rock and roll action and you can laugh and occasionally be like, well, that was inappropriate, but I guess I'm going to survive. Dwarves might be your band. In fact, that song, How It's Done, look up the lyrics right now and if you're offended, you can feel free to email i'm sean bernard at (laughs) gmail.com
1: Wow, there goes my personal email address <gasps> out for the first time on the show. You that's know, you, okay. you can delete that if you oh, want. Well, but,
0: I'm whatever. just, or put it like a little <laughs> <meee> <laughs> over the top of it. That would be fine as that's well. That's fine. That's fine. My name is Brian Oak. That's Sean and what's Bernard. What's your
1: email address, Brian? Uh, my email
0: address is <laughs> I'm Sean Bernard at gmail.com. <laughs> I thought so. uh, that's, we share that together because we share a lot of things together, uh, including this particular show. Uh, I did try to mean everything I said early about how nice <laughs> I think you are. So I'm sorry that I sorry. violated your personal confidence. No problem. But it's probably not the last time it's going to happen today's guest really has been a good friend of our show she was one of our earliest guests she's been a consistent guest and she really did cover when i was going through a pretty dark time a little over a year ago and uh, you know she's a playwright she's a comedian she's a performer she's an actress she's i'm a seuss
3: i'm none of those things anymore what okay i'm just a person now sorry okay okay sorry all those things
0: regular everyday gal that's right Colleen Cruz. I'm retired. Nice to see your face. What do you mean retired from what <laughs> life? You don't get to retire from life. The last I'm time retired we had from
3: performing.
0: The last time, forever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't have any desire. It's not in there somewhere. We like talk one about day. About it later,
3: but yeah. I'm okay.
0: Done. Really, it's over. Yeah. Huh. Kind of
1: like Mishki. Mishki's
0: well, uh, nearing but, the end. But aren't you? Well, no. And he said the same thing. The fuck. And, you know, here's the deal. I'm glad you didn't make any grand proclamations. But my ass. You're too. I mean. You wouldn't have said yes to come into this podcast. This
3: isn't performing; we're just hanging,
0: isn't it? Performing? No, really?
3: We just talk. But that's I don't have true. to be on for this.
0: <sighs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking do. You better fucking be on for this. All right. I, wish well, I'm, that I'm said telling, that I don't. I won't push myself. <laughs> okay, on anything. Okay, and that's like, fine. I'm, not,
3: I'm no longer promoting anything. I, if I get asked to do something, maybe I'll do it probably won't do it interesting i've said no to five stand-up gigs
0: do you feel comfortable with that yes and mean like there's not even a little part of you that like lays awake at night thinking and wants like a little to tinge, listen to me well just a little tinge of like uh, here's the thing is you're so fucking good at it Thanks. that it's hard for me to imagine that there's not a part of you some other part of your subconscious who's like Come
3: on. Maybe. One more time. Maybe later, but like right now, I'm really enjoying it.
0: Yeah, you're, d- you're I'm digging enjoying not doing it. i not doing it. Well, the last time I saw you, you couldn't do much of anything. Your leg was bent at angles that mathematics haven't verified yet. I know. And... <laughs> Although you walked into the Smart Start MN studio under your own volition today. Nothing are you feeling better?
3: Nothing me for, a and, and Brian Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> are you feeling better?
3: Yeah, I feel great.
0: Okay, good. I mean, I just, I know that your leg got tweaked real bad, <laughs> but you are on the mend. You're moving in the right direction. Yeah. The last time we talked, you told me about two things that literally sort of changed the course of my summer. Uh, even though it's been a thing for, I guess, years, but I was unaware because, you know, old white man, you told me about Hot Girl Summer, which I'd never heard of before. <laughs> and it, it, and you said, it's, it's over. hot. And so I brought yeah. it up, and, and I've, I've talked to so many other people in the meantime, like, hey, Hot Girl Summer's totally a thing. I'm like, I, I, I was out of the thing. And, but it leads me directly into the other thing you told me about. You introduced me to the term choogy, which I became so enamored of, which I fell so much in love with. Because it's so specific. It's the thing I love about the English language or slang or whatever, right? When a word defines something so completely and so beautifully, that's why I use bigger words. Not because I'm trying to sound like a smart guy. I like words that put a very fine point on what you're trying to say. Chugi is so good. It's so brilliant. Yeah. It literally informed <laughs> all of my days since I saw you last. <laughs> but then I realized, I mean, I realized maybe one of the reasons I love it so much is I'm like, I am chuggy, and I got comfortable. Oh, I got we
3: are chuggy.
0: No, not you. Oh, no, Sean, you're still cool. No, 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 no. Sean and I are chuggy. Anyway, it just, it became so why, informative why didn't, for
1: me. Why did I get wrapped
3: into yeah. that? Yeah.
0: Oh, dude, you're more choogy I'm than so either of us. <laughs> it's not even funny. Um, so the last time we saw you was wonderful. Don't fear the chug, You, I Oh, well, don't, don't fear it, but also like, oh, do better, man. Break out of the... It's like one of those cocoons, like where Invasion of the Body Snatchers, right? Where it's like <laughs> you find the original pod under the bed and the replacement person is up in front and... It's the invasion of the Chugi Snatchers or something. I don't know what it is exactly. <laughs> so since I've seen you last, since we've seen you last, since you've last appeared on this show, you have been healing your leg. What else was your summer informed by? Did you do anything enjoyable? Write a book? Make a new dish you've never made before? Bake. Learn. Quipera. Quipera. Quipera
3: uh not much nothing i went swimming a lot over the summer that's really helped my leg i went
0: swimming pool swimming or lake lake swimming swimming. see someone asked me what i missed most earlier this summer and i said smelling like lake water Mm -hmm. because i haven't been swimming in a lake i can't even really genuinely think how long it is because i'm busy oh and i'm worthless and i'd rather lay on the couch Thinking about the finite nature of existence and snuggling my cat. No, that's why I said it was the thing I missed more than anything. Yeah, we're made out
3: of water, man. Let's get hippy-dippy. We are made out of water. And you like submerge yourself into some some. You are purified by Lake Minnetonka, as it were, right?
0: Well, I don't live by Lake Minnetonka. Well, you don't I have live, to
3: go to Lake. I live full by of Lake Hiawatha. Like poop anyway. That's you don't oh, want to go there.
0: Lake Hiawatha has more of that poop no. in it. than you're not supposed to sw- swim in no, Lake Hiawatha. Wasn't, wasn't
3: many Minnetonka? Weren't they shut down because people were pooping off the side of their yachts? which is like a huge like 14th century big, type of problem to have you know what i mean or something i think right like, out
0: there that beach you couldn't swim on right was what light. about chamber pots they don't have chamber pots out on lake minnetonka i thought I that was know. a rich person's thing
3: they should just go to a service and get it sucked out of their bums and then you i know promise what I mean? you they do yeah
0: oh yeah no it gets cleaned out yeah but more poop still comes
3: okay well, it keeps happening they could have like a person <laughs> come like in and do it for them
0: Somehow. Again, I'm certain that they do on the regular.
3: Yeah.
0: You and I, so Halloween is one of my very favorite things. I got very frothy about it as it approached. I had a fantastic time on Halloween. I love Halloween music. And then it's over. And I, again, speaking of Chugi, I feel like I'm one of those people who, once Halloween has come and gone, We don't go right to Christmas. And motherfuckers at fucking Menards or whatever those other supply stores are. No, but even before Halloween, you show up and there are 500 plastic Christmas trees. Fuck you. Halloween matters, man. (laughs) Halloween matters. And I get it. I mean, it's it's a good time of year. And businesses have been going through difficulties like we all have over the last couple of years. But uh, long before a global pandemic, this was still a problem, right? I mean, even my colleagues at the revered radio station, Cool 108, boom, they popped their Christmas music Uh yesterday. Yeah. That's the whole
3: thing. I was in the car yesterday, and I heard that they were going to do it, and that the lights downtown were going to change to red and green. Uh And I was like, too soon, question mark?
0: Well, it's 64 degrees outside right now. It's gorgeous. And I'm not saying you have to wait for the weather to dictate it, but... I'm one of those guys, and again, I know it sounds very old-fashioned, very Archie Bunker, but the reason these midwinter celebrations are important is we save them for the coldest, darkest part of the year. And if anybody can appreciate that, it would be Minnesotans, well, right? Well, since
3: we're living in the middle of the, well, at the beginning, right, of the ecological apocalypse, yeah, yeah. right? That's all going to change. So.
0: In what way, like, the skies will be, remain permanently dark? We're drifting away from the sun?
3: Mm, I don't know. I mean, it's just gonna like Can't get it, water. Winter is shifting, right? It's going to get colder later. Yeah. So we're gonna have freezing cold Aprils, and we're gonna have really warm November's, like yeah. we have right now. I mean, that's what we're seeing, right? Huh?
0: Are you a scientist?
3: Yes. I know. That's
0: why we have you on the show yes, because I am a we total want expert scientist. people, right? Well, <clears throat> do you? Because now you've changed my train of thought entirely. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I like it when you do. How, on the level of concern between societal apocalypse, which we've watched, we've been dancing with for a minute now, environmental apocalypse, which we've been dancing with since before any of us in this room were born. I, what do you think? What's, I'm pretty what?
3: sure while we're worried about all the social stuff, yeah, the, the earth stuff is going to catch up and bite so us soon? on the collective tail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: no, sure. I agree. So what, what, what's it, How's it going to manifest first? Well, I mean, like, are we gonna California, I have good friends that live in California. They're like, Oh no, no, no. I
3: think heat and storms.
0: As long as almonds remain a thing, which by the way, <laughs> easily the worst tasting nut.
3: Easily the worst like tasting almonds? nut. What's wrong with almonds?
0: Because they taste like sawdust compressed into mm. an oval shape.
3: What's your favorite nut?
0: Cashew and it's not close. Oh
3: yeah, it's like butter, isn't it? Motherfucker. That Cashews are awesome. Yeah, I can't stop good. eating
0: them. Well and why would you? Right? I can only
3: eat like you know, a small handful before that's it. Yeah. Can't, can't I do could it.
0: probably eat no more than 250 of them before okay. I got really tired of them. Yeah. No almonds. I don't like the flavor of almonds. I don't like the consistency and they just, they're, they're ugly looking. I hate everything about them. However, it turns out that almonds are going to rob, it's literally, they're literally going to drain the Colorado river. It'll be over. I mean, so to me, running out of water is going to be the very first sort of
3: California like emergency, already, emergency. already burns yeah, every
0: year, right? Yeah. And the storms have gotten heavy and more and more people get wiped out with them as weather becomes more dynamic as part of cl- uh, climate change.
3: So water, but, well, it's going to be like like scary, like no drinking water. No, like That's wars, no, like yeah.
0: militias, like people okay. like holing up and guarding this little mud pond behind their house or in sure. this area because it's the only way you're going to be able to get any kind of water. To me, fresh water running out is going to be the first truly like genuinely dangerous life-changing now up here we're set we're fine up here but they will come for us you know that eventually right <laughs> i hope you're preparing i hope that you're filling the bathtub every no they will they yeah. will they're gonna come for
3: us friend of mine was telling me about um how 25 percent of the earth's soil has eroded yeah that's Is cool. that true
0: i don't know i'm not again I'm not a geologist. I couldn't tell you about that. Yeah. I'll bet a lot of it has, though. Or, you you know, you overutilize it's... it and rob it of nutrients. So eroded, I'm not sure what that means. Right. Are we over farming? Yeah, there's too many fucking people. And we farm too much. And we don't rotate crops. And we don't take care of the soil. We don't properly aerate. We're trying to make money. And well,
3: do you think the virus was uh, created in a lab to get rid of the extra people? No. No.
0: I think that's the earth itself. Okay. I believe now. So here's the thing. We were having a little conversation before we got started here. Sure. I think that astrology and I'm not trying to offend anyone here, but I think it's bullshit. However, Fuck
3: you Brian. Yeah, go
0: ahead. Fine. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck you. Taurus monkey. All right. I, but what I, but what, but now here's the thing. I'm also throwing myself uh. on the sword because I believe in things like Gaia, the nature of the earth is if not an absolutely aware sentient being is such a sophisticated system that we are and we are so temporary we've been here for an eye blink compared to the full lifespan of the earth and i believe like any intelligent system and sort like any sort of sophisticated biological system not unlike our own bodies it will create situations to limit the viruses that attack it and deplete it of its nutrients or change its overall structure we are in no danger You're a music by the guy. way
3: you believe in frequency right oh, absolutely. you believe in sound frequency. oh yeah you believe in the patterns you've seen um what uh, certain tones the the geometrical patterns what they what oh, yeah. they create when they put it and, like on
0: a metal plate with right, sand and it creates it, right. it's, it's unbelievable and that's
3: like sacred geometry right
0: correct right and see that i believe in the the, the, the universal language of the universe is vibration and mathematics mm-hmm. i agree wholeheartedly so ma- mathematics technically has a guy. lot to do
3: with astrology <laughs> What does mathematics has a lot to do with astrology? But, but, but you can't uh, make that jump.
0: My problem with astrology is that everybody who was born on the same day is going to live with the same influences the rest of their life.
3: Yeah, but they weren't born at the same minute, at the same, in the same. It it has something to do also with your location on the planet.
0: Too. Now, do I believe that when we live in a place as unknowable and as amazing as the universe, or the galaxy, or even the the regional solar system that we live in? Do I believe That the gigantic forces that are at play between solar winds and magnetospheres and the gravity by all of these bodies has some influence on how we live and who we are and what happens to us? I absolutely do. Sure. Do I believe that because I was a Taurus monkey born at 6 a.m. on a specific day, that these are the attributes that are going to rule my life? And then when something goes into retrograde or something squares up against Venus.
3: And I'm going to read your personality and we'll see if that's true.
0: Can we do that? That in just a minute, like, yeah, we can we can. hear a song first? Yep. Again, I'm not here to fight about astrology.
3: I think fighting about astrology is actually a productive time. Here's the, I think e- okay. because you know what, it's not real. Exactly. But none, nothing is real. <gasps>
0: Are you flirting with me right now? Because it's working. It's working. Uh, so we were talking about Christmas before we got a little waylaid there, because I also have your horoscope pulled up. What do you think about that?
3: Ooh, read my scope yeah, I'm, when we get back.
0: I'm about to, girl. But first, we have to hear some music. Now, we started talking about how Christmas can come too early, and I still believe that it does come too early, because, you know, again, according to math and the ballet of the spheres, we're not freaking there yet. Also, check a Bible, Okay do your homework people learn about the birth of our lord all right which is where christmas comes from just kidding um wow it's gonna get spicy today i like it we're only really just getting started but first let's talk about something mundane and human and real and normal many 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 people out there celebrate christmas and john denver a song you've chosen today who by the way. I love unequivocally the same people who rip on Denver are the same people who rip on the Carpenters, and then you'll fuck themselves. Merry Christmas to you, but John Denver <laughs> freaking ruled one of the greatest voices. Yep. But also, you know, Sean, you grew up in a Catholic family. Yes, there was probably I did. a little dynamic.
1: Oh yes, it was.
0: Might have had a little uh, special festive sauce poured on the festivities indeed, now and then.
1: Indeed, we did. Yeah,
0: mine too. Yeah, and this song speaks to something very important. Now, easy there, Zamfir. It was a roaster. I'm not sure what you're doing over there. Tell me why you picked this song in particular, John. Well, because it's
3: not Christmas until you've ruined Christmas.
4: Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk. Christmas I don't want to see my mama cry Just last year when I was only seven Now I'm almost eight as you can see You came home a quarter past eleven Fell down Underneath our Christmas tree Please daddy Don't get drunk This Christmas I don't want To see my mama cry Please daddy Don't get drunk This Christmas I don't want See my mama cry Mama smiled Looked outside the window She told me Son, you better go upstairs Then you laughed And hollered Merry Christmas I turned around I saw my mama's tears Please daddy Don't get drunk this Christmas I don't want to see my mama cry Please daddy Don't get drunk this Christmas I don't want see my mama cry, no, I don't want to see my mama cry,
1: y'all come back now, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, there's a, there's a little
0: bit of joviality in there, like, somehow he's looking back or in the teeth of it, like, had, trying to stay positive... <laughs> Drunk, drunk dad, please daddy, don't I just Okay, Merry Christmas, everything's ruined But you, um, it's been a family joke in my family Like, would no one ever really did anything like that My daughter, every single year for the last 20 years Has been like, Christmas is ruined Over the pancakes or over anything. It could literally be anything. And I want to properly thank, I mean, we did thank the good people at Smart Start MN, but they're the ones who signed on first. They're the ones who can provide you with Minnesota's first original ignition interlock in your vehicle. You drink and drive, you're going to get popped. You're going to lose your license, but you need to get back in your car. Nobody's better at it, and they were the first ones to work with the state to implement that ignition interlock system. So get a hold of them. They've been ardent supporters for 200 episodes of this Fine, fine program that we do here. Uh and Ed and Mike are great guys. Smart Start M N slash the Brian Oak Show. If you want to find out how to get twenty percent off the installation of the ignition interlock our thanks to them and our thanks to everybody who's been on board including forgotten star forgotten star brewing the most recent sign-on to the brian oak show a brewery up in fridley they do incredible work they've got great beer they have an incredible outdoor and indoor area they're located in one of the coolest buildings that i've ever seen a brewery located in they're right there on the trail, railroad tracks they're barely outside the city limits into fridley you can see the minneapolis skyline from their back patio and they're just cool people they got great people that work there they're dog friendly inside and out and we are going to be having in the not too distant future in the next few short weeks a very special thank you two-year anniversary patreon event for those of you who've been with us since the beginning and for any guest that's ever been on the show we are going to ask you to come out and join us at forgotten star brewing those details are forthcoming we're this close to cementing those details yep
1: we have the band ready to go but we're not Totally secure on the date yet, but as soon as we know, we'll send out an email and we'll start promoting it right here and on our social medias. We have Colleen
0: Cruz uh here in the Smart Start MN Studios with us, and we are going to get back to talking about Christmas because I don't think there's anything more important than the birth of our savior. However, uh it's possible that there might be other factors in the universe that influence the way that our world works. For instance, I just looked up at random, my horoscope for today it turns out i'm a taurus <clears throat> which i mean there are going to be people out there who love astrology like oh my god you're such a taurus whatever and i can see i can see it in your eyes already colleen i can tell that you feel the same way however today's lunar alignment apparently combine a need for relaxation with a desire to stay active Hmm. that way we cover every base so it seems like everybody's covered (laughs) the best way to employ yourself should therefore be to pursue a number of your favorite interests or hobbies besides it wraps up with a part-time activity could eventually bring financial benefits Doing the podcast today? Bump, bump, bump! Uh-huh. Episode 200 Making <laughs> That Money Baby. Make it rain. Did you look up my horoscope?
3: I am looking up. I'm looking up your personality traits. Shit. Please yeah. don't tell me. No. Oh,
0: everyone already knows. Them. They
3: hang off of
0: me like some sort of disgusting growth <laughs> that should put me in the circus. All right. I mean, you can go ahead and look them up. I'm not afraid.
3: No, you shouldn't be afraid. Yeah, I'm not. You shouldn't be afraid.
0: Because you know what? Mm. All this is happening. <laughs> 50, Fifty-three years old, and I still got it, Colleen. You I do. still <laughs> got it. All right? Same deal. Because
3: you're not very efficient.
0: Uh, Did you need to look to the stars for that? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> or, or did you just follow me this around for a day? This is you're very day?
3: modest.
0: I am. I I think I'm an idiot. And you know what? And, and I'm 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 actually grateful and humbled every time someone says anything nice about my appearances on the radio, the podcast, the fact that I don't look as fat as I used to. I'm I am I am I, I really I, it, I don't look
3: as fat as I used to. Exactly. You would have a hard time doing a thirst trap.
0: Mm, oh God, I'm not good at that at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not a thirst. That's trap my new guy favorite
3: thing on TikTok is the thirst trap.
0: Oh, so thirsty. And the trends come and go so quickly, but there's the one where they like kind of look coquettishly at the camera, and then you get—I like love it—you get like a half-second shot of them laying on their stomach with the ass going up in the air, and they go back to the other shot.
3: I guess you're looking at the female ones. Well, I, I, obviously, I'm, I'm, obviously yeah, I'm looking not going at the, for the dude <laughs> thirst
0: traps. I got to be honest; I am about as. As boringly cisgendered <laughs> as anyone you're ever going to meet. I'm
3: like, I mean, I guess I see some of the, f- we're talking about like t- TikTok, right? Right. Yeah, because we else also they Or Instagram
0: be? reels or yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and for people who don't know what thirst traps are, they're people who are looking for likes or follows based strictly on their ability to seduce you within eight seconds on a very short video. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, that's what we're talking don't about. Don't you miss it?
3: flirting? That's like, it's but what's standing in for
0: the, the the thing i miss about flirting is it, like in in real life right yeah. in person like i'm super bad at flirting so i don't really miss it cuz never really properly knew what it was about really? but but that electricity of like, yeah. like so looking at it on the internet i can look at anything on the internet right i can see right. somebody humping a blue whale whatever <laughs> <laughs> Just, i mean you can and that that's not that's not electric to me that's not exciting but if you're standing next somebody. to a real li- was that did i say that's that out like, loud Did I actually say that?
3: That's like Troy McClure's pink, right? He's a fish guy. I'm Troy McClure.
0: (laughs) You may remember me from such TikTok thirst traps as "Here's my second favorite blue whale." Yeah. Um, But so for me, the thing I would miss about that is like that—that actual real life, you know. When we talk about astrology and that kind of stuff, that actual real life electricity of all of a sudden you're like, "Oh man, that." is this person flirting because again i'm also super bad at identifying flirting like really bad at it but all of a sudden when you recognize it, you're like oh shit i don't know what to say back but there's you know what i'm talking about right that tangible electricity that takes place between two psyches or two individuals that i miss
3: in my long history career as a server yeah it was my most fun ever yeah Yeah, it's like that all day long you just flirt 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 flirt, well there's nothing
0: at stake right i mean like but it's still it's super fun but for me i don't get that sensation off the the thirst traps on tiktok to me that i don't i don't feel that electricity i mean yeah it's like you know watching online showing off
3: their stuff yeah well i enjoy it i enjoy the the children the (laughs) children and their and their nubile uh Joints, okay,
0: okay. okay.
3: Their knees that work fine. Fine. If I'm
0: honest, if I'm honest, I'm not entirely offended by me. it. Look at that; they can squat. What did they? Did they literally just stand on their hands?
3: <laughs> what the hell is oh, right that? Amazing.
0: <laughs> if only I had a decent ring light, I'd probably move a little further into that arena. Oh, ring light. Uh, <sighs> we were talking about the holidays, and I do want to oh, talk yeah, about yeah. a little That's more because you know what? You, you brought some Christmas music along, I and we're going did. to have to listen to it. Now it's a matter of when it's too early. Are you cool? Because uh, I actually uh, have. Have a gigantic a gigantic collection of christmas music, you know okay. i 'm not the only reason i 'm not saying holiday music is because not i 'm not being a defender of the war on Christmas, sure, but I am saying that Christmas is really the only holiday i 'm intimate with. I grew up with it it 's part of my tradition sure. um, it 's not terribly religious although when it comes Christmas time and the tree is up and you've turned off the lights and you've got a cup of nog and the evening is winding down and darkness descends, which is what these midwinter festivals are all about, right? right? I mean, they're festivals of light and they go back much, much further than the birth of our Lord and savior. Um, I'm not mad at the sacred stuff. I'm not mad at the secular stuff. I kind of love all of it. There is a lot of nostalgia there, and some of it's very, very good. But is there a time that's too early? When we walk out of this room today, it's going to be sunny and 64 degrees out there. Is it too early to be like... Yes. I agree. It is too early. What about
3: Thanksgiving? Exactly.
0: When do we... Well. Yeah, that one's problematic too. We live in complex times. But you told me the lights have already changed to red and green downtown Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's not any snow on the ground. It's not cold. It's a, Do you think it dilutes First of all, I guess I'm I'm getting way ahead of myself and assuming yeah, that my values are everyone Christmas else's. Yeah, but the Christmas
3: rolls around. You're just so sick of it. You just do want Do you it like to be that over. time of year? The, uh, the
0: midwinter celebrations whatever yes, way you may have. see i, I love do. it I, I think it's important and part of it is nostalgia and part of it is you know what there's there's something as part of our lizard brain maybe part of I, a cerebral cortex i don't know where that stuff works i'm not a brain scientist mm-hmm. but we need light and laughter and hope during the darkest and coldest That's times right. of That's the why year i
3: also like valentine's day really yeah
0: you're This is turning into an eight-show odyssey here. No, Valentine's
3: Day is good because I've I've talked about this before because it reminds everybody to be nice to each other.
0: Well, And that's true. And by the the middle of February, we're ready to kill each other. That's a pretty good call. Right,
3: because (laughs) you go into a grocery store and everything's hearts and flowers. Yeah. Right? So it's like you might forget your anniversary, but you're not going to forget Valentine's Day.
0: No, that's true. Yeah. What if you're not in the mood on Valentine's Day?
3: You don't have to be in the mood. You just give a card or a piece of candy, something sweet okay glad okay. you're around glad you're here you know doesn't can be cub foods
0: well aren't we reasonable yeah aren't we normal doesn't have to be nice
3: he went to jared oh whatever that crap is it's baloney anyway
0: What about the two heart pendant to show that our two hearts are intertwined? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So my original point, you, uh, just a little, um, you, so you like that time of year, but it, I have the personal feeling that it dilutes it a little bit when we start too early, like starting in mid October, I I know that we're trying to make some money and I know everyone's just trying to get by, but the, the real important part of it, the special part of it, the emotional part of it, you know, the, the gratifying brain part of it, which is what we're all doing. Mm -hmm it's more special the less there is like I I always jokingly say time apart makes time together more special and I guess I feel that way about Christmas more than just about anything else in my entire life yeah so too soon so the lights have changed when have you started Christmas shopping yet
3: we're doing I I I like to have a theme last year was the five senses oh and see that's cool yeah is everyone in your life that cool well sure Okay. Everyone is, you know, I, I, I only get gifts for a very, like, three okay. people. All right. Well, see, there's three Then that's people. great.
0: I'm just trying to think of the people that I get gifts for. I'm like, you guys, this year, we're doing the five senses. And they'd be like, fuck you, here's an REI gift card.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, the gift cards are garbage. I mean, really? they're not garbage. They're fun to get, but they're really impersonal. I like getting, I like having a theme. And this year's theme is uh, used. Oh, no. Yeah, everything is used. Everything uh, is used.
0: I mean, are we talking like thrifting? Yeah. Are we talking about repurposed, that kind of thing? Yeah,
3: everything, everything. We're getting like everything is is used i, I think something. that's brilliant yeah because it brilliant.
0: requires even more work and thought
1: than the five
5: used or local
3: do. that's the thing yes it's gonna oh. be used or
1: local that, that's the thing that that is going to be potentially really bad this year i know they're trying to make it all about the supply chain and all the other bullshit right but the reason why they're pressing it this year is they're saying oh you better shop now because it may not be there later and then you're going to ruin christmas for your family well i fucking hate although the i agree that it's not
3: christmas until it Christmas has been ruined.
1: That's true. (laughs) You had to have some really shitty Christmas. That, by the way, I'm getting
0: a tattoo of that because that's fucking brilliant.
1: When you're a kid, it had a totally different meaning. And especially if you didn't grow up with a lot, Mm -hmm. that you to get that special gift was amazing. The thing that I hope people do this year is I get why you shopped at Amazon during the pandemic and you kind of had to in some ways. You don't have to now. Put on your fucking mask and go into a local retailer that's fucking struggling to survive and pick up that gift for the person that you love and care about. I can't stand all the consumerism for it. I don't... I'm not a big religious guy, but I believe in the idea of Christ, and the idea that there was these poor people, mm-hmm. and that they... Always have been, you know, by the way. Always have that, been. That's, that's my thought. Is that the maybe suffering. All, maybe all the magic didn't happen and all that shit, but just the... meek. The, yeah, the, the meek, and that this idea that this woman had no fucking clue how she got pregnant. <laughs> Seriously. <Okay. laughs> like, think about
6: how scary... Think it's about. a classic story. Well, no, think a of classic it. story. If you, take it, if you take
1: it literally for a second, imagine how fucking scary it would be To be pregnant and not know it, which happens to a lot of women. Mm. I don't know how how I got pregnant or what this. What I think it was the toilet seat. It could have been Mm. anything. Mm. But now you have no fucking place to go (laughs) deliver your child like that. I actually get into all of that probably more than anything else, and the idea that this is just supposed to be a time to think about rebirth, and that's what I think about women
3: in distress.
1: Yes. And people in distress.
0: We've talked, I mean, there's a reason. (laughs) I know. Long before. Because they were. I mean, they they were. were, were, Long before the, uh, you know, the, the story of Christ and all that, right? I mean, the Catholic or Christian church in general has a long history of adopting pagan celebrations that came before it you know easter right bunnies eggs there's nothing about christ that involves rabbits or eggs that actually precedes it by several to many thousand years same thing with these midwinter celebrations between late november and late december there are more than 15 midwinter celebrations that are celebrated widely around the world again it's cold it's dark This is a time for humility, right? Mm -hmm. This is a time for us to be thankful for what meager things we have. And at the time of year when we have the least, when we have the the least manifest or the least bounty, we are supposed to be more appreciative. And then to show even greater appreciation and humility, we are supposed to take what little we have and spread it among those that we Mm -hmm. consider consider genuinely dear, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole nature of the bit, in my humble opinion. Now. When I came downstairs on Christmas morning one year and I had 15 Micronauts and the giant battle cruiser, I'm going to be honest, that shit was fucking rad, all right? (laughs) 1980 was cool as shit on Christmas morning, but that's not really what it's about, right? I mean, like, tradition's cool and we've all gotten these great gifts, but what I like about your approach, Colleen, is there's a thoughtfulness to it, and when someone gets it, whether or not it's a killer gift doesn't really fucking matter, and I know that sounds real woo-woo right i mean mm-hmm. it sounds kind of ridiculous but it doesn't matter no and so what are you gonna do? i mean so when you say used or local i mean last
3: year for the five senses i gave my husband a um yankee candle an, no i gave a him a for jump. um for touch <laughs> he can have real ones anytime he wants
0: i just i he just thought like, you know what if we advertise it's through december Colleen Cruz's farts in a jar, we would make a mint. <laughs> we a probably mint. would. Or yeah. just a Dutch People oven, will buy no, 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 I know they would, but I mean, like, let's tap into the creeper market. Exactly. Let's do it. Anyway, I'm making
3: were... underwear right now for oh, sale. Oh, no. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, they double as a superhero face mask. Right. Anyway. Oh. Um, oh, I, oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. I took it too far? You oh, did. Oh, I took it too Why far. Why did you go there? Anyway, as we were talking about the magic of the holidays last year for your husband when it came to the five senses.
3: That's right i got him a uh i got him beard balm right you know nice. the, the stuff that smells really good as it's a beard expensive guy oh and, man
0: real beard and beard that, oil. Mm. yeah i got him
3: beard balm i got him uh for sight i got him a really cool brass kaleidoscope
0: oh
6: see that's like, killer what it was a really idea. cool
3: it was like a yeah a, a, and it almost
0: looked like kind of steampunky in terms of the brassness and everything
3: yeah but it was you know you could look at album covers of and course stuff. Right. a little, little bit trippy i, I guess i like that have an edible <laughs> look at your breasts whoa, whoa, whatever
0: i'm okay you know yeah
3: and then uh christmas
0: sounds way more interesting at colleen's house mm-hmm. than my I house. i'm gonna be honest i can't
3: remember what this is for i got him a um an old timey flip book it was like it's like super old timey
0: like, yeah, it, it was, like a, it was picture, a lady right? stripping go on
3: from no, from the 1800s. It was wow. old.
0: better still. So, I mean, I that's can't naughty. Remember. That's naughty. I think that
3: was touch. I think that was touch. I care. So, oh, you
0: went all five yeah. senses. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's, that's brilliant. Cool. That's thoughtful. I love that.
3: Yeah, well, great. Well, this it. year, everyone, this year, themes. We wear pink on Wednesdays, but we also get uh, used in local for, for Xmas love it. or whatever you celebrate.
0: Why are we, I hate to be super ignorant, but why are we wearing pink on Wednesdays? Oh, it's
3: like the. It's from some, the mean girls movie. Oh, we wear okay. pink on white. The person who's saying what is happening. We wear pink on white. I hate
0: being the stupid guy in the room. Mm. Let's hear another song. You have picked here, um, a gentleman who unfortunately sloughed off this mortal coil when he lived here in, uh, when he came through in the state, he had a long history here, but I believe he died on stage or very near to the stage mm-hmm. when he was here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Also, A voice that a lot of people will immediately turn up their nose at or plug their ears to. Blech. Is that your personal thoughts? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so why would you pick this song then?
3: Because it's not Christmas until you've ruined Christmas.
5: (laughs) The following songs you're about to hear. The first one is not made to make fun of anyone. AIDS, we don't have to go into how dangerous and rotten it is. I don't write songs for jokes unless I let you know. Melodies come. If I can catch it, fine. If I don't, that's the way it is. The AIDS, in my opinion, is sins because of disobedience to God's laws and fornication, sex before marriage, whatever. This song was written when AIDS was still a reducing candy bar, way before Rod Cutson way before Liberace, about the early 80s, 81 or 80 is a small word in the dictionary and no one's trying to make fun of anyone we are sorry for those who haven't when I wrote this song it was just a word Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year and he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer The reindeer all look blue They know what he's going through Santa Claus has got the A's this year He won't be singing out ho, 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 ho But he'll be yelling out no, 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 no the nurses all look sad Cause Santa's got it bad Santa Claus has got the AIDS of this year <laughs> Hello there, hello there This is Santa Claus speaking I won't be around this year I'm sick, I'm sick But next year, next year I've got the AIDS Next year, if they come up with a cure Twelve months to wait, and then he'll soon be round again. But Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Twelve months to wait, and then he'll soon be round again. But Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Oh. <laughs>
0: You know, it's a shame he lost some of the high notes towards the end there. But uh, Tiny Tim with an interesting take on popular culture and the nature of the world we live in. And um,
3: and being famous at all costs.
0: At all costs. Like, oh, it's fading. I'll need to get some attention somehow. Right. Santa Claus.
3: It's like when Ray Stevens wrote that song, Britney Spears Keeps Chasing Me.
0: He did really? Oh, yeah. I, is Ray Stevens still alive? No. Oh, yeah. But a while back. Yeah. Really? I don't know that song.
3: Oh, you gotta look it up.
0: (sighs) Is it on par with Santa Claus has got the AIDS
3: this year? It's pretty creepy, yeah.
0: Yeah? Interesting. Have you ever listened to John Waters, who was just in town this past weekend, Mm. Uh, his Christmas album? He curated a compilation? No. It is spectacularly horrific. It's all weirdo stuff like nothing that I had ever heard before. And this wasn't on it? Shockingly, no. I, I, wow. But there's... um, You know, he's got like Rudolph and the Gang doing Here Comes Fatty Claws. Uh, he's got Alvin and the Chipmunk Sleigh Ride, which is the the most approachable thing on the entire album. Uh, he's got a little girl from the 50s whose name is... What is her name? Little Cindy. And she's singing Happy Birthday, Jesus, but it's more of a spokesung prayer at bed before they go to sleep. Um, if you enjoy... The Tiny Tim stuff right there. If you're looking for a weird oddball Christmas, the John Waters Christmas album is an absolute must nice. addition. You know, I'm both irritated and delighted that we've started the, the Christmas discussion this early because it is too early, right? Yeah. And Christmas isn't Christmas until Christmas is ruined. Or mm-hmm. h- How did you put it? You put it much it's more simply. It's not succinctly.
3: Christmas until Christmas is ruined.
0: Beautiful. That. We may have to get a banner hung up in here somewhere because I love that very much. It's like the world
3: according to Garp. It's been pre-disastered.
1: Exactly. Right. Oh, I love that line in that movie. Yeah. I love that movie in general. It's so good. Yeah. So good. So the
0: reason I'm both upset and delighted is that I love Christmas music so much that I feel like you've sort of kicked open the door and I can play Christmas music every single episode between now and Christmas. And so I'm both, oh, yeah, uh, look, why don't you take a look at our contract there, Sean? Okay. We'll see what happens moving forward. Look, 65 degrees and sunny. (laughs) your favorite memory of christmas growing up
3: oh my dad yelled at me for um for uh shoveling the walk wrong how is that
0: possible it's if the snow is off of it it's done
3: Right. How is that a favorite memory? I don't know. I can just, it's just, it's the one that's right out in the forefront. Hmm. And, uh, not about a
0: present, not about a meal, not about seeing long lost family or friends. It's about your dad chiding you for shoveling the walk wrong.
3: I did it. I did it wrong. And I remember thinking, too bad, old man. (laughs) (laughs) It was because he wasn't going to go outside. So there wasn't anything he could do about it. It was like a, it was a, uh, you're in your snowsuit. It was a feeling of freedom. Really? Yeah. It was a feeling of ultimate freedom knowing that he wasn't going to come out (laughs) because he had stuff to do.
0: What does Christmas mean to (laughs) Colleen? The minute you
3: said that to me, I was like, what do I, oh yeah, I remember, I remember laughing at him. I remember laughing and going, yeah, you're not going to do anything about this. Wow. I was like, I wasn't doing it right. And, and he thought,
0: just he just wanted to make sure you understood you weren't doing it right? Well, you
3: know how people can be controlling. Oh, yeah. You know, and then that's their thats their thing. And they get controlling over things that don't really matter. Look who I work with. Okay. <laughs> oh. And then hmm. isn't it just a little fun thing that oh, yeah. when you say, sorry, you're not in control of everything. Yeah. I can shovel then you, the
0: walk any way I want. That's right. I'll shovel it in circles. Because you if I fucking have to watch like the ham. Oh.
3: And I get to do it willy nilly.
0: I want a t shirt.
3: You have to watch the ham? Where I'm looking at Sean and it says,
0: You have to watch the
3: ham.
1: Hey, I've been watching the ham for yeah. a long time. Uh, two years, bro. Yes. Two, this is episode Watchers. 200. Yes.
0: I'm Brian Oak and that's the ham watcher. Sean Bernard. Speaking <laughs> of before we go any further, not only does he watch the ham and produce the show and is my business partner and longtime friend. Sean's also a realtor for Edina Realty watching ham over the realty biz. Man, maybe you should get like one of those park benches. that says I'll watch the fucking ham. Give I'm, me a call.
1: I'd be glad to watch your ham. Okay, hey, let's not make it weird. You already did. The ham. Not your ham. The the ham. ham. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Dude,
0: everything, words matter, man. Words effing matter. So
1: the and your. I'll be glad to to watch the ham
0: in this upcoming Realty season. What's it looking like?
1: You know, it's slowed down a little bit. Uh, which is a good thing in some ways.
0: But it always does this time of year, right? People don't think about moving in the middle of the school year, or even if things start to move in the right direction, many people don't really think of November as the time to start moving. It,
1: it does not it doesn't. I have another uh, friend who she's like, I need to move. I just had a kid and I need to move because I just realized we can't live in a two-bedroom anymore. So we need to have a place for people to come and visit us, blah, blah, blah. So it does happen. People are still buying and selling. It's just slowed down a little bit. If you know somebody that's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594, a portion of every buy and sell goes to a local artist or musician of your choice.
0: What if that artist deals in imported carcasses and puts them into unique shapes? Is that cool? Then I say no. Oh, really? Like that gal
3: from MCAD that does uh, Franken. Animals? Does she really? Oh yeah! I didn't know about that. Oh, franken taxidermy. Yeah, that's
1: because it's actually coming out of my commission. It's not coming from the buyer or seller, so I still get to decide if I okay if I hate the local artist or musician.
0: Right. If, if you look at them and you are like, your paintings are crap. F that.
1: Or you are like a racist, sexist, homophobic. Well, of course we don't. We don't traffic in that shit yeah, here on the, the Brian Oak show. So I still okay. get to say, but you know.
0: But what if it's like a beautiful, mind bending Salvador Dali meets uh, Guillermo del Toro, twisted, dark imagination of the underworld.
1: Then sure. Okay. Because, <laughs> hey, they really put in the extra effort.
0: They did. you know. And you know what? You can't. It's hard. You think the supply chain sucks at Target? Try getting carcasses off the wet market. All
1: right? If I had a nickel. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh... You go on Etsy, so real mouse? Yeah, that's is, a real mouse, but you can get taxidermy that where the combines animal green
0: and is made to look like Frankenstein. Yeah,
3: that's why I just I just Googled Franken Franken taxidermy. But there's a, an artist, and I'm I'm sorry that I can't remember her name because mm. she is a Minnesotan and Was she's Al the one that started Franken? doing it. No, like Frankenstein, know, okay. and she that's Al Frankenstein. That's how she started. Is Putting different animals together and making crazy
0: Well, I mean, technically animals. they're already dead, so I don't really find it offensive or, you know, against an act of, you know, a hey. diabolical, being diabolically against nature or anything. No. When I'm dead, I don't really care what happens to me. Really? Would you give your
3: body to really? a, kid, a couple of kids who thought they could do some really cool stuff with it?
0: Here's the thing. I don't care. I'll be dead. Whatever. <laughs> if you want to do something with this, good luck, because I wasn't able to do anything with it for however long
3: Won't I lived. Would you live. be shot out of a cannon? Fine.
1: <laughs> best best ever is my, my dad who's my, Look at you. You that's actually super creepy
0: <laughs> right now. That like that's like you we should have had you on the Halloween show. That's really dark right like, there.
3: I'm just trying What'd to think of like
0: Would I be shaved in the machine? at like uh, uh jersey mikes like is there like make no. a number 11 stickball ball? I mean, that's extra like, oak on
3: this one Food stuff, so i don't want to think about that but okay. like i'm just thinking of you know
0: would i let like okay so you know those are places you can go to can be where pretty
3: cool there are places you can go to
0: where they'll let you just spend 15 bucks and you can smash old cars and tv sets with a baseball bat maybe they should just let cadavers lay in some of those places you pen you spend 50 bucks and you can do it with yeah but only you
3: old white guys Fine. Oh. Once I'm gone,
1: I'm gone. What? I don't care. Probably, yeah. Come on. Like uh, us old white guys, you know, some of us are All nice. right.
0: Sean, when is our day coming? Right? I mean, when is an old white guy going to get his day?
3: I don't know. Some Someday.
0: Just waiting forever, I guess. <laughs> Ostensibly we were talking about the holidays, but it's hard we're to stay on to get track. We're just
1: getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And the
0: show's not over yet. No, it's Although not. We, we, we are time. approaching, it. hey, before we do get done, I was thinking about this earlier today, right? So all these things are opening up again and then things are shutting down and then things are opening up and things are shutting down. Our good friends at Audioquip, uh Nate I'm so sorry that you ever decided to associate yourself with this, whatever this is, whatever's happening (laughs) right now. I think this is
3: going really well. (laughs) I do too.
0: experiment. Here's the thing. I've listened to so many dull ass podcasts in my life where I'm like, oh, really? What a. on the Manson story. <laughs> oh, and you just pray for death. I would I would love these kind of left turns at every seat. Uh, that's why I don't listen to podcasts. I don't know what you people are thinking out there. I can but
3: stay I d- on track if you want me to, but God you? God, no. yeah. Why would you I have invited you if I wanted? Right.
0: Yeah, hey, Colleen, let's talk about something really normal and straight the entire time. All right. Nope. Please do not ever do that to okay. me or it's over. I want to thank Nate and his entire crew at AudioQuip. Now that people are getting back out there now that people are performing again now that more than ever people are preaching the apocalypse on street corners but you can't do without a quality pa right i mean you need a good pa and some good speakers. who's going to hear you if you're standing on top of a shoe box and you have no amplification no one's going to listen to your stories about the old ones rising from the deep you need quality amplification and if you're in a band or you're a spoken word artist or you're in what's it called asmr Yeah. Where I drag my fingernails across the microphone, and I talk in a quiet voice, and I utilize subliminal methods. Anyway, no matter what it is you're into, our good friends at AudioQuip can help you. Colleen, so in addition to doing used and local, what annual traditions, like, I mean, do you put up a tree? Do you put up holly? What are some of the most traditional, dare I say, chuggy things regarding the holidays that you still embrace?
3: Oh. I don't know that I do anything.
0: You don't put up a tree?
3: No, no, no. I do sometimes and sometimes I don't. This year I'm not going to because okay. I have a huge uh, I have a huge ficus tree that I'm gonna decorate. Really? Yeah. From outside.
0: Is that good for the ficus?
3: Well I've we I thought don't about have, it
0: from the ficus's point of view.
3: I think the ficus is, is happy to be inside.
0: Well, actually, it's surprising, too, to have a healthy ficus. Every ficus I ever see looks like it's on its last leg. I'm a
3: plant person. Yeah? Yeah. This is like, it's, yeah, it's like an eight-foot ficus. It's really
0: good. Oh, so you're a druid. So you go back to the Mm -hmm. older pagan religions. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. Careful. Druids were not cool. Druids were violent and let blood. Just
3: be cool, Sean. I make, I make, oh, no, I have a cookie party. That's cool. You should come to the cookie. You guys should both come to the cookie party. I make a billion cookies. Do we
1: look like we eat cookies?
3: <laughs> <laughs> you would like this, though. Yeah. So no, that was it's rhetorical. A, just shortly before the holidays, maybe a couple weeks before yeah. the holidays, I make a ton of cookies. Like, we're talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cookies.
0: Where does that love of baking come from? Before you tell me more about this tradition, when did you decide you liked baking?
3: Uh, it's like why cleaning the kitchen is my favorite room of the house to clean, because Oof. there's a beginning and an end.
0: Mm. Oh, you can actually hit the end point as opposed you to laundry, end point. which never ends. Never ends, right? right, right. But right, the kitchen
3: that. can get clean. You can shut the door on it and say, "I'm done."
0: Same with baking.
3: Same with baking. There's a beginning, middle, and an end. So I make all these cookies, and then I have all of these decorations, and I make icing and everything like that, and then I set I set it all out on my table. I have a long dining room table, and I invite people over, and they eat chili and they drink whatever oh, I they love drink. Chili, and then. They can decorate as many cookies as they like and then they can bring them home with them.
0: You're awesome. Are you like Mrs. Claus? Is that what's going on it's really now?
3: fun i'll show you a picture no
0: it. i've seen them before i've seen them on your social media no, now yeah. that you brought it up i remember yeah but i mean like i do they, it on valentine's day too well that's kind of the bit with the holidays right like to me the gift giving is important because i think it's symbolic and but, the but tree,
3: it's time spent
0: together the tree is symbolic and everything right but and a lot of people have these negative memories of their parents yelling at them that they've shoveled hmm. the walk wrong <laughs> Uh, or whatever but the it's case a thin may be. Memory. I love it though. That that's very bizarre, by the uh. way. Your therapist should talk to you about that. <laughs> um, but I mean, like whatever the case may be. But really, the ongoing spirit of it. The whole reason is. In addition to, this is the darkest and coldest time of the year. We need a celebration of light. We need to show that we love one another. That's the whole bit. Time spent together with people you actually enjoy spending time with is so fucking rare. We're all so busy, and it's all so chaotic. Yeah. And a lot of days, you lay there awake at night, and by you, I mean me, and you're just like, what the fuck is the point? And then you have one of those evenings like that, and that's the point.
3: Right? Yeah, cookie party's great, because people can come for 15 minutes, two hours, three hours, doesn't matter. Let's drop in. And there's so many cookies. There's always leftover cookies, and there's always a ton of people there. So
0: Sean, you and I'll see about that. About yeah. the whole leftover cookies bit. Right. We yeah, just got invited to the cookie party.
1: Yeah, that's this is going to be your biggest mistake ever. How You'll many like times? How
0: many times did we have to have Colleen on the podcast before we got invited to the fucking cookie I know, party? Jesus, right? <laughs> Honest Unbelievable. to God, finally.
6: but finally
1: victory.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, that's where I want the lightning and thunder crashing in All the right. background. We
1: made it to second tier friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: eh, barely third. <laughs> barely third. Second tier <laughs> sounds a little more special than that. It does. Um, we have to wrap this up, Colleen. Uh, episode 200. I'm very grateful that I know you, and I'm very grateful that you stepped in when I metaphorically shit the bed about a year and a half ago. I, I, to be clear, I did not actually shit the bed, but things went a little south and a little sour in my life. So thank you very much for
3: Oh, that. my God. Are you kidding? No, no?
0: problem. All right. And you'll come back again, clearly. Yeah? Anytime. Depending on Sean's behavior at the cookie party.
3: Anytime.
1: <laughs> the first and last time I
3: think he should ruin Christmas. To the cook- <laughs> cookie party. <gasps> yeah. It's not oh, Christmas mm-hmm.
0: until someone's ruined
3: Christmas? Sure.
0: Or, or no, maybe like, what, what's the actual phrase?
3: It's not Christmas until someone ruins Christmas. Mm.
1: I might Larry David at at the party. Jesus somehow. Christ. Good.
0: Unbelievable. My thanks to Smart Start MN. My thanks to Forgotten Star Brewing. My thanks to Sean Bernard. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Brian Oak, for mm. believing in us. I don't know that I still believe in us, but here we are, 200 episodes. It's not personal, oh, man. Yeah. It's me. You're Humility. There was something about my horoscope that said I'm not humble, but there's a different word
3: modest. Uh, Difficult.
0: Modest. I'm only mostly good looking.
1: <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> He's only mostly dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh it's only sort of an impressive penis (laughs) i couldn't help myself how am i supposed to make it through actually i don't think i've ever once referred to my penis on this entire show
3: yeah did i sure when i don't know we had that last last time i was on we like it was the the zinger when we talked about like weird masturbation Oh, well that was that was penises in general.
0: It wasn't my penis. No,
3: I asked about you. I said the what's the weirdest penis? what's the weirdest thing you've ever masturbated with and you, I think you told me a piece of fruit or something. I don't You can't rewrite history. <laughs> no. I've never masturbated with a piece of fruit. Vegetable? It was something weird. Oh, yeah, adored? it was like a was no, 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 it was like a weird toy thing you told me about.
0: Uh, I would hate I, I hate for us to end on this note. That was you. <laughs> It was the vibrate ball thing. I know. That, that was you. Yeah, it's a dog toy. No, you yeah. had
3: said some other toy. Believe me, I, w- I wasn't alone in that conversation. Well,
0: good thing we have a recording of it. We'll have mm-hmm. to go check that out. I'll be revisiting that. In the meantime, <laughs> thanks to all of our sponsors, our Patreon members, and thanks to everybody who made this possible to get to 200 episodes. Hard to believe. I don't know what the hell we're going to do after this, but we'll figure something out. <laughs> We got to go. I'll see you um, at three hundred. You know, <laughs> you'll be back long before then. Okay. Uh, Colleen, thank you in all sincerity. And okay. before we go, um, we're skipping the Anna Gasteyer song okay. because we're going to go. T- I'm I'm going to do something that, in the spirit of the holidays, in the spirit of humility and sharing, and getting out of our own heads and out of our own asses. And trying to do the right thing, we're going to play a song that is literally, this is not an exaggeration, it is not hyperbole, it is literally my most hated song in the history of music. And I love holiday music. Yes. This song, though, between (laughs) the cloying, manipulative storytelling, the pedestrian singing, (laughs) oh, you'll have a chance. Uh, and then when the fucking children's choir kicks in, which is one of the cheapest (laughs) tricks in the history of recorded music, I, I, I swear to God, I'm honestly not, I don't, there's not a song that I hate more than this song. Most songs I'm ambivalent about. I don't give a shit. your
3: skin just melts off as soon as the choir comes in. Oh, no. I have Stockholm syndrome with this song now.
0: All right. Well, and why were you in the store when this happened?
3: No, I just have Stockholm Syndrome with the song. Like, I hated it, and now I've gone for, full circle. It's, and you love it's, it. it. Because it embodies that whole thing.
0: See, so, you now, I love it a, embodies a, a tremendous Christmas. amount. Uh, oh, well, there we are. Oh, and so now I've only reinforced that for you, because you're ruining my Christmas, That's and right. it's only early November. That's right. <sighs> Lovely to see you, Colleen. Good to see you, too. Tell me why you picked this song, other than the fact that you're a hateful harpy. <laughs>
3: because... Mama's Going to Meet Jesus Tonight.
2: It was almost Christmas time And there I stood in another line Trying to buy that last gift or two really in the Christmas mood, standing right in front of me, was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing round like little boys do, and in his hands he held a pair of shoes. And his clothes were worn and old, he was dirty from When I heard him say, Sir, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. Oh, these shoes will make us smile And one or two look beautiful If mama meets Jesus tonight They counted panties for what seemed like years And the cashier said, son, there's not enough here He searched his pockets frantically then he turned had to help him out and I'll never forget the look on his face when he said mama's gonna look so great sir I wanna buy these shoes for my mama please it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just